this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is your host Brian Wayne here, and uh, I'm here to let you know, in case you did not know already, uh, that the Cheers to Comics podcast has since evolved. And uh, if you're looking for a new shiny place to get your comic books from, then you need to head on over to Shop cheers to comics.com it's like cheers to comics.com only with the shop in front of it uh shop cheers to comics.com and if you use code podcast at checkout you're going to save yourself 10 percent and i'm constantly adding new inventory hot spec books uh everything everything any any type of book under the sun is it uh as it, as it comes under my radar and it gets added into the inventory, I, I make it available to you. So remember, head on over to shopcheerstocomics.com and use code PODCAST at checkout and save yourself 10%. back to the cheers to comics podcast i'm your host brian wayne and this is episode 401 the 401st episode of the cheers to comics podcast will be a polish priorities i'll be going over the books of the future uh specifically the uh this week's foc list or if you ain't from you know you're not comic hood you don't understand the the slang FOC, final order cutoff. Um, what does this mean? Well, if you don't, well, every week there's a, a list that goes up of books that are getting ready to go to print. And if uh, these books aren't ordered, then they don't get printed. And this is where the whole supply and demand thing comes in. This is why you might be finding yourself having to go to eBay to pay inflated prices and shipping and all of this shit. It's because you didn't pre-order your books. Um, that's all it is. And in this economic climate, I'm sure there's, I'm positive. Most shops aren't out there just ordering books willy nilly to, you know, and hopes that someone's going to buy them because it's still going to cost them money. And those books sit on the shelf and then they lose money. And this is why doors are closing. Um, so pre-order your fucking books is what I'm trying to say here. And this is the list. This is it. Um, so let's, 
Let's get all up in it. Uh, we're going to start with the stuff coming out of Lunar this week. There are two distributors out there, main distributors. You got your Lunar and you got your Diamond. Lunar's going to put out most of your DC books and a handful of indies as well. And then Diamond's going to be your Marvel and everything beyond. So we're going to start with Lunar and not at the back of the list. And if you are new to the podcast and just tuning in for the first time, know that you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and get on the, you know, join the Facebook group and you will get notified when this episode is streamed live. I do stream this live uh, most of the time. There are exceptions, but I don't know, honestly, I almost didn't do it this one because it's not the the biggest of speculative weeks. However, um trying to stay true to the format here and uh yeah so you could subscribe and you could see what i'm seeing you know because i know comic books is 50 percent visual and i go on talking about how cool covers look well if you want to see for yourself then there is a video format of this for you to check out so youtube facebook all that good stuff all right let's get up in it hmm uh, let's start with a DC book. We've got Adventures of Superman. Oh, wait, no, are we? Yeah, this is the right date, the 12th. Okay. Uh, Adventures of Superman, John Kent, number two. I do believe there is some significance to this book. Uh, when's the release on this? Let's see. In store date, the 4th. Let me, is this really the FOC? All right. Well, son of a bitch. I don't have my, uh, my communicating device. Uh, I do believe there is. Let's see. Final show. Older just just to be reckoned with. Yeah, I think there's something that's going to happen in here. I think this is the one. Regardless, you should be reading this series. All right, I know I am. I will be. Uh, a few covers to choose from on here. A bunch, as a matter of fact. Uh, we have Batman number 134 due to be ordered by this week, and the art germ cover to be featured is. Um, well, uh, featuring <laughs> too many featurings. Uh, what's your name? Punchline. So art germ doing a punchline. It's going to do well. And my guess is there's a one in 50 foil. Yep. I guessed right. I think the one in 25 though, I think that's the one people are going to be climbing over each other to get that Frank Cho variant is phenomenal. I love his ballpoint beauties series that he does. You should follow him. Uh, so it's cool to see this on, you know, a cover there. Because normally it's a little too uh, risque for DC. But nice and subtle there. You know, he negatived it out the boobies. Uh, <laughs> fucking good shit, man. Frank Cho's a monster. Uh, we've got Batman and the Joker number... Or, I'm sorry, the Deadly Duo. This is number six of a seven-part series written... And drawn by Mark Silvestri, I believe. Written and drawn by? Yep, all the way through, baby. Uh, yeah, Bill Sienkiewicz getting uh, the B cover there and the C cover. Ooh, goddamn. There's a Gillen March, 1 in 25, and John McCree getting the 1 in 100. That's neat. Continuing on, we've got... Uh, we've got... What, what do you call it? A facsimile. Batman Vengeance of Bane, number one, being produced in facsimile style. A little bit of a reprint there for those of you that can't track down nor afford the uh, original print. I loves me a facsimile. I do. 
I mean, I don't know if you could see behind my big fucking wall or my head behind me on my wall, but I like the facsimiles. It's cool, you know, display a piece of history without having to worry about, you know, the elements getting to it. And at the same time, five bucks, four bucks, you know, as long as you pre-order. If you pre-order, they're even less or they should be. I mean, am I going to go on a rant about how shops should always give discounts for pre-ordering? <sighs> Okay, just know that there's a rant in the chamber. Uh, deceased War of the Undead Gods wrapping up with its eighth issue. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to get this in trade when it pops. Because my DC ordering skills have been lax lately. But that's fixing the change here real soon. Uh, more vault stuff that we'll talk about when we're doing diamond. Uh, okay, here's one out of a... Uh, Asylum Press, we've got from Steve Mannion. It's a one-shot called Fearless Dawn. Cold. Okay. So after the Battle of Alamo Prison, Fearless Dawn finds herself in a cold and desperate land. Events literally and figuratively go sideways in the latest installment of Fearless Dawn. Okay, so it is a a series of one-shots, it seems. So there you go. Um, Fucking, yeah. Yeah. Ah, let's see. From Comics Experience, we have another one shot. It's called First Three. Looks like some Native American stuff going on here from Chris Peliqua and Atung Yupas. That sounds Native American. $8. Good Lord. The Age of Humanity begins. Okay. Also, oh, it's cavemen. Cavemen and women. The first three people of Earth burst out of a rock womb to find themselves in a paradise of talking animals and obedient firewood. Say what? But two men and one woman, mm-hmm, see, is one man too many. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, we got ourselves a little bit of a situation, huh? You know, we got ourselves a Logan and um, um, Scott, you know, scenario. Mm-hmm. Anyway, inspired by the real-life creation legends of the Taiyal people of Taiwan. Cool. Introducing legendary Taiwanese artist Chang Sheng to Western audiences for the first time. Interesting. Oh, there were two other people there. Oh, she's got her butt like right up in the air there. It's a good thing it's dark out and the light's in the wrong spot. Otherwise, we'd be getting... Um, full moon there, huh? Flash, speaking of which, number 796, we got a few covers to choose from there. There's a 1 in 25 done by Lee Garbett. Joker, the man who stopped laughing, number 7. They're just doing these Joker stories, boy, I tell you what. Uh, Let's see, Lee Bermejo killing it on the cover there. That Francesco Matina cover, oh my lord. See, and this is why you should be tuning into the video version of this. You'll be seeing what I'm seeing here. God damn, that is nice. I like it. And there's a 1 in 25 as well. More from Comics Experience. We got a two-parter. Here's number one from Davide Barzi. Barzi? Barzi? I don't know. And Fabiano Ambu. You know about Lake Laika? Nope. The cosmonaut dog 
sent into orbit on Sputnik 2? Oh, not Lake Laika. What the fuck? Just, okay, Laika. There we go. The cosmonaut dog. <laughs> Apparently I'm going to be doing some more comic reading. Getting a little stupid here, it seems. But no one knows about Joseph, the first gorilla in space. Uh-huh. Bomb on what? Bomb on Joseph Stalin's birthday. So I think that's supposed to, it does say born. I don't have my glasses on. This is what's going on. I guess. Born on Joseph Stalin's birthday and subjected to terrible genetic experience experiments. You know what? I'm fucking done with this. <laughs> There's a monkey in space. Oh, fuck. I apologize for that. There's three covers on this one. There's a one in ten. That's stuff we'll talk about in a minute. Poison Ivy, number 11. few covers on this one, quite naturally. There's a one in 25. Dig it. I kind of like that Amy Reader. C cover is pretty cool. Scooby-Doo, where are you? Number 121. Oh, yeah. More from comics experience. We've got Seven Years in Darkness, number two. That's a Joseph Schmalky joint. Uh, from Sumerian, we've got Soko, number one, from Vanja Miskovich and Steve Ekstrom and Antonio Fuso. A routine traffic stop for two Serbian beat cops quickly descends into corruption and betrayal as a dark trial of evidence leads to the discovery of unimaginable depravity. See, I can read. Uh, I just need eyes to do it. Mark Wade says Soko is energetic and kinetic as hell. It gripped me from pain. Okay, so now it's just given it. Alright, gotcha. Cool, right on. Mark Wade says it has energy. Lots and lots of covers to choose from there. Static Shadows of Dakota, number three. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Static. There we go. Static Shock. Shadows of Dakota, number three. A few covers there. There's a one in 25 done by Jamal Campbell, as we can see here. Uh, that's Scout. We'll talk about that in a minute. That's Vault. We'll talk about that in a minute. And it looks like that's going to do it from all the stuff coming out of Lunar this week. So we're going to go ahead and exit on out of that and see what's happening with uh, with the stuff coming out of Diamond. We're going to start with the indies. Uh, from Xenoscope, we've got Cinderella vs. Queen of Hearts. Ooh-wee. Nice. Some cool covers on there. $6 price point, though. Yikes. Um, Grim Fairy Tales, number 71. Yeah, some Xenoscope stuff. From Whatnot, we have Griffin, number one. It's a three-parter done by Ben Kahn and Bruno Hidalgo. Uh, In the distant future, mankind's taken to the stars and spread across the galaxy. They've encountered hundreds of worlds, dozens of species, and crushed them all in an iron fist of humanity. Humans now reign over the Milky Way as a fascist empire known as the Sovereign Reach, and their most feared soldier is the merciless Captain Lila Griffin. Six months ago, they disappeared. One week ago, they returned, changed, radicalized to bring down the 
Empire, Empire, Empire. <laughs> Sorry. They once served. Now Captain Griffin has a new mission to recruit a crew of rogue officers and mad scientists and set fire to the galaxy, no matter how many get burnt along the way. Oh, yeah. There you go. So what not doing some stuff. Billions of covers to choose from on here. There's a Star Trek homage. Yeah. No real names that I'm seeing pop out to me, though. What not making stuff happen for new artists. Let's talk about Vault. There was so much Vault we skipped over going through previews. Uh, we've got Barbaric, Hell to Pay, number three. Not to be confused with just Hell to Pay. Uh, two covers on that one. Love and Barbaric, right? Admittedly, I only read the first run, but I have been collecting them all. Uh, end After End, number six. Two covers on that one. Due to be chosen by Sunday the 12th. We've got Heavy, number nine. Heavy's still going, huh? I must have taken a break or something. I think I might have only signed up for six. Uh, two covers on that one. We've got Nightfall Double Feature, number three couple covers on that one um it is a double feature it seems so there's an eight dollar price point and the ten dollar on the deluxe version and we've got west of sundown number 10 three covers on that one looks like tim seeley getting the c on that one uh, very good lots of stuff coming out of vault this week uh what's up with scout from scout we've got category zero conflict Wrapping up with the fifth issue on that miniseries. We do have a number one, Count Dante. Uh, J.C. Barber, Wes Watson. So Sidney Brown relieve, relives <laughs> with the glasses again. Jesus. Vanity, am I right? Uh, relives his years fighting alongside Count Dante, Dante the cape-wearing, car-selling, controversial karate master from the 1970s. Hold on. Cape-wearing, car-selling, controversial karate master. I fucking love it. Uh, but while the reporter interviewing him is excited to hear the salacious details of a crazy life, it is clear the time was bittersweet for Brown. Okie dokie. So there's a number one happening. couple covers to choose from there. Who's doing it? Uh, J.C. Barber and Wes Watson. Uh, and we've got Eternus, number five, from Don Hanfield and Anastasia Davis. Whoops, what are you doing, Scott? Um, and then lastly, ooh, another number one. Marco Darren Ventura Palmquist, that's a mouthful of a name. And Matteo Leone. The book is Tales of Volcania. Yeah. Uh, based on the role-playing game Volcania... By year games, the shadow of war has changed the world of Volcania forever. All right, so yeah, it's based off of a game. So if you're familiar with it, there you go. If you're not, maybe you want to get into a game, and here's the here's some uh, reading source material for you. Maybe get you excited about it. You know, I gotta say that Scout is different now. It's happening here uh, since the change in regime. Um, I don't know. Just feel like it's just the, the the books that are coming out just aren't as excitable, you know. I mean, I don't know if you noticed, but Joseph Smalky's 
doing books out of comics experience now. Everything he used to do was all out of scout. Um, you know, it's, I don't know. Like I said, there's been a change in regime. So you may, you may notice that's why all of a sudden I'm not as giddy about what's happening over there. Not to say that they don't come out with stuff that I'm not excited about, but scout used to be like, Everything I was all about, but no, no, not so much now. Not so much. Uh, is there any heavy metal this week? No heavy metal magazine. Oh, we're getting up there, people. How about Action Lab? No, Ablaze. Ablaze? We've got Traveling to Mars, number five. Four covers to choose from on that one. Just one sole title due to be ordered. By the 12th. And I know if you're paying attention and watching and be like, hey, no, final order quite often, technically the 13th, Brian. And yes, you are correct. I'm not arguing that. But for the sake of my episode labeling and, um, you know, convenience for the shops, let's get them all in at the same time. You know, let's just put them all in on Sunday. Good God, I have crazy fucking hair right now. Um, <laughs> all right, we're talking boom, baby. Baby, uh, Magic the Gathering number 25. You know, I was just starting to think, hey, you know what? You just started playing Magic recently, and there's comics out there. Maybe start reading Magic, but seven dollars. Oh, maybe it's because it's issue number 25, that's why. But seven dollars, good lord. What planeswalker is that? It's not Kato, is it? Maybe that is Kato. See, I'm starting to learn. Starting to learn. It's not Jay's. Anyway. Does Kato have a cat? See? Still learning, though. Uh, We've got Mosley, number three. Rob Guillory, Joyce, doing it, baby. Uh, Seasons Have Teeth, number one. What be this? Ooh, from Dan Waters. It's going to be scary. Sebastian Cabral doing the art here. Uh, In a drab, colorless world, the seasons bring change and also destruction. Andrew, a retired conflict photographer, lives a life steeped in regret after an unthinkable tragedy. But everything shifts when the seasons arrive, each one a personified godlike creature. As he risks everything to track down spring, summer, autumn, Autumn fall, okay, and winter. Will capturing the perfect picture of each be enough to find redemption and ultimately bring color back to his world? I don't know. We'll have to find out, I guess. Well, it doesn't sound horish, but uh, no. All right, cool. Was it a four-parter? Dan Waters does things, people. Couple covers on that one. That FOC variant's pretty badass. What's that mean? That means you can only order it through FOCs. That's it. It'll never go to reprint. You'll never see the cover again. David Mack, man. God damn, he's awesome. All right, so that's your bone books due to be ordered this week. What's up with Dynamite? Ooh, Disney Villains Scar. All right, this is new. Lots of covers to choose from here. Is that Erica Henderson? No. Nice. So yeah, Scar. He's a badass Disney villain. 
He really is. He's a real piece of shit. We got some Draculina and a Sweet Candy Vigilante. Sweetie Candy Vigilante. Nice. So just three titles, but a billion different choices coming out of Diamond this week. We're going to pop on up to IDW. Uh, we've got Dead Seas, number five. A few covers on that one. We've got My Little Pony, Best of Twilight Sparkle. Hmm. Mm, oh, yeah, it's best of, so it's just a one-shot there. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Armageddon Game Alliance, number six. Two covers on that one. Uh, and then we've got TMNT Lost Ronin, Last Ronin, Lost Years. Number three. Um, yeah, you never know what could happen in these. You know, they're raising new turtles. That could mean new villains popping up. We're still following the story of Mikey's loneliness at the same time. Um, obviously, you're picking up these books. You know, and it's just... I think it's a no-brainer. Uh, turtles fan or not, and I don't know who's not, but... Dark Horse. Dark Horse this week due to be ordered. We have Assassin's Apprentice, number five. It's a six-parter. Clear, number two. It's a little three-parter. Looks like there's two covers there, one of which is a foil for a dollar more. Uh, this one I'm pretty excited about. From Matt Kent and Tyler Jenkins, we have Hairball. It's a four-parter. And you look at it at first, you're like, oh, it's a cute little kitty. I bet this is cute. And then you start to pay a little bit of attention here, and you see a severed finger there. Ah, a brand new Supernatural Nightmare sold right there. That's Junji Ito meets Hayao Miyazaki. Mm, maybe not so much now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I do love Matt Kent, but I'm not into the whole Japanese-style stuff, you know? I don't know, we'll see. A young girl with a black cat begins to suspect the innocuous beast is behind all her troubles. Her parents' is frightening family plagues and innumerable supernatural and innumerable, innumerable, innumerable supernatural horrors. As she tries to best her best, fuck with the glasses, goddamn. <laughs> To rid herself of this creature, she discovers that maybe the cat is not evil after all, and the greater terror may be behind these horrific events harming her life. <sighs> you mean it gets worse? Yeah, I dig it. You know, I'm curious about the art style, though. I mean, Tyler Junkin... Junkins. <laughs> you almost said junk. Uh, Tyler Jenkins does... I mean, that doesn't seem like a very Japanese name. You know, Eastern name. But who knows? Who knows? I'm into it. I mean, you really lost me with the Hayao Miyazaki and Junji Ito. You know, it's just, I don't know. We'll see, though. I do love me some Matt Kemp. Two covers to choose from on that one. We've got Skull and Bones, number two. Uh, yeah. Oh, I missed one. I skipped one. I did skip one. Uh, we've got, what, what the fuck? Koshechi in hell. All right. And more Mike Mignola stuff. He's just churning them out, man. Uh, Star Wars High Republic Adventures number five. You're, I mean, anything can happen in these people. As a speculator, it's you're just naturally picking up Star Wars books. It's, 
This is what you do. Uh, Star Wars Hyperspace Stories number six. Once again, Star Wars spec is always on the table. You never know, especially, you know, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I just, even if you're not reading it or have no interest in reading it, if you're interested in speculating, I, I never think it's a bad gamble to pick up at least one copy of something. Because you never fucking know with Star Wars. It's as big as it's ever been. Um, few covers on that. Look, well, I take that back. Two covers on hyperspace stories. We've got Where Monsters Lie, number three. Mm-hmm. Two covers on that one. I believe this is Jeff Lemire. No, this is Kyle Starks. Look at that clown. A clown in hell? Sign me up. All about it. I dig it. Uh, we've got The Witcher, The Ballad of Two Wolves, wrapping up with the fourth issue there. It looks like four covers to choose from on that fourth issue. All have to be chosen by Sunday the 12th. And now let's wrap up the indies this week with some image. We've got Almighty, number three. Um, Was that Greg LaRoche? Edward LaRoche. Where did I get Greg? Edward. There we go. Number three on that one. We've got Blood Tree, number three. We've got Flawed, number six, wrapping up with that one there. Uh, Hell to Pay, number four. See? We have Hell to Pay and Barbaric Hell to Pay on the same weeks. Don't get confused, people. Don't get confused. Hell to Pay has been amazing, by the way. And I do believe it was picked up. I think I think Patton Oswald's doing this. I do believe. I do believe. Where's my thingy at? God damn it. Um what is this? Oh hey kids. <laughs> hey kids comics. Volume three. Schlock of the new number one. <laughs> Funny. It's a six-part series. Uh, we've got I Hate This Place number seven. Uh, we do have an image number one here that I am fairly excited about. It's got a cool premise. Uh, what's it? What do they describe it? Robocop meets Swamp Thing. Come on. From Jimmy Robinson, a new hero arises from mountains of consumer waste, mass homelessness, and devastating climate change. Some call the hero a myth. An urban legend, even. But others know that it's just Drunk Rabbit come to life. I added some of my own words there to make it more interesting. So yeah, no, fucking Junk Rabbit, man. Come on. It sounds cool. I mean, Junk Rabbit? Come on. Robocop meets Swamp Thing? Fuck yeah, man. Uh, how many covers? One, two, three, four, five on that one. Uh, We've got King Spawn, number 21. There's two reasons, I think, to be excited about this book. Firstly, Mark Brooks on the cover. And that's the A cover. Secondly, it says in this two-sentence description, a new force has taken control and Spawn is no longer welcome. Yes. Spawn's back in New York and there's new shit afoot. A new fucker creating fuckery it seems so yeah um i would say it's a very safe bet to pick up multiple copies of king spawn 
especially the A cover. There is a Jonathan Glapian B cover as well, though. That's pretty rad. Simple, but badass. We've got Love Everlasting, number six. Two covers to choose from on that one. We've got Nightclub, number four. Right there, smack dab in the middle of that six-part series. Two covers on that one. Phantom Road, number two. Two covers on that one. Radiant Black, number 24. Blacklight Edition. Oh, all right. $10, good lord. Better. Mm-hmm. I better light up like the sun for $10. God damn. Uh, Radiant Pink, number four. That's a little five-part miniseries in the Radiant Black universe. Rogue Sun, number 12. More in the Radiant Black. I think Radiant Black has just kind of taken over Image now. It's like most titles. It's there's Aside from Spawn, what other series out there has more um, side titles than Radiant Black? I don't have time to wait for you to think about it. It's at least all going on at once. You know? It's definitely... Hmm. Hmm. Uh, we've got Stillwater, number 18, due to be ordered this week. I hear great things about it. I've been collecting it all the way through. I've yet to get around to reading it. I have been slacking heavily in the reading department, people. I really have. It's been... Ugh. You know, I re- I've been reading, you know, my... There's like two or three titles, I've indie titles I've stayed true to. I've got a couple of DC titles that, you know, I'm doing my best to keep caught up on. Um, and then there's like six or seven staple Marvel, Marvel titles that I'm trying really hard not to fall back on. But other than that, man, it's it's been tough to keep up. And it's not, it's not like I'm reading or I'm signing up for more than ever either. It's more so just my time's been consumed by other things. And reading takes concentration, unfortunately. Um, Sweet Paprika, black and white and pink. Mm, It's a one-shot. We got three, four, five, six, seven covers on that one. You know there's going to be some naughty variants. Most of them are already pretty naughty, though. And then lastly, from the Image Comics and the rest of the indies, due to be talked about and ordered this week, we have The Walking Dead on issue number 60. It's deluxe. It's in color. There's three covers to choose from. Get some. There you go. Now, the segment all you speculators have been waiting for. Marvel. Let's see what's happening with Marvel this week. I can say that there's really, at least through first glance, only two titles that you know have the potential to bring in Instacash. But, once again, potential is always the key word. It's very rare, I'll guarantee something. But, uh, yeah. Here we go. Uh, Bloodline, Daughter of Blade, number three. Uh, two covers on that one. Oh, man. This is one of those series where, you know, it's, anything could happen. You know, you got a new character in her own her first ongoing series. So you never know what kind of friends she has. Now we've got a number one. We've got Captain America Cold War Alpha. Number one. Looks like Bucky's up to some fuckery again, people. 
kind of fell behind on the whole Sentinel of Liberty and all of that stuff. I did love the first few issues that I did read, but like I said, I just fell behind on everything. Um, so it turns out maybe Bucky's kind of a, you know, back to being a dickhead again. Yeah. So here's a story entailing that. Uh, lots of covers on this one. It looks like Zemo is going to be featured on the Alex Ross. They say in the description here is his Virgin Sketch variant, but more than likely that's going to be the one in twenty-five or one in fifty, maybe even the one in hundred incentive on this. It's just the what do they call them? I forget what they call them. Uh, timeless variant. That's what it is. So yeah, Zemo. We've got Captain Marvel number 46 getting a second printing. Mm. Nice. And then we also have Captain Marvel number 48. There's a sweet little Stormbreakers variant. Is Groot going to be featured on all the Stormbreakers stuff right now? So I feel like there's a theme going on here. What's going on with Groot? Oh, maybe we'll... Hmm. Oh, okay. Maybe Maybe there's something to this. We'll talk. Oh, we'll see. Uh, so yeah, uh, and then there's a Durso variant as well. We've got Carnage number twelve. Loving me the fuck out of some Carnage. I think the art in here has been fantastic. Is Francesco Mana? Do we have a fill-in artist here? Hmm. Oh, well, it says Carnage getting some new abilities. We'll see. I am a couple issues behind on Carnage, unfortunately. That's a fucking sweet cover. They've all been pretty badass. Carnage and Ghost Rider covers. Not only that, not just the covers, but those two series have been some of my favorite shit that Marvel's been doing. And I love that you don't have to chase the you know variants and stuff to get the cool art. Um they're putting it right on the A cover for us. I do respect the fuck out of that. Um, Hella is going to be featured as the timeless virgin variant on this one. I dig it. Cosmic Ghost Rider number one getting a second printing. Hmm. That explains why I couldn't order it when I went to go order it late from Penguin. God, I'm falling behind on everything. See, what a lot of it has to do with the fact that because I'm not adding shit to the website because I'm in the process of revamping. Here I go making excuses, but this is really, you know, where my, you know, my, the method to my madness is coming in, you know, is not ordering books. I just, I just, yeah, (laughs) I don't have the place to sell them right now. Um, I know that's not the greatest excuse, but it's, it's part of my reasoning. We've got Fantastic Four number six. A Nihilus featured on the Timeless variant there. Uh, now, Guardians of the Galaxy number one. Uh, this is my spec pick of the week. And this kind of... With the Stormbreaker variants featuring Groot as often as we're going to see. Or at least that seems to be some sort of trending pattern. Um, there is a new character popping up in here and uh, what's his name uh it's not <laughs> fuck oh you know what i do have some information right here pardon and what is your name dude group fall that's what it is we got group fall new character mysterious new character 
So, um, maybe, maybe Groot's mythos is going to bust wide open here. We'll see. Regardless, I still think, you know, I'm excited about a, uh, a Guardians of the Galaxy title again. And who's getting to write it? Colin Kelly, Jackson Lansing, art by Kev Walker. All right. <sighs> Marco Kiketo getting the... Mm. God, I love his art. I dig it. We got ourselves a little Western Star Lord here. See, it's not quite Wastelands. You know, I'm getting Wastelands vibes, but... I don't know. I'm anxious to see where they take the new series. Uh, oh. Grootfall variant. Okay. So, go all in on the Kev Walker variant. Because that's going to be, apparently, the first cover appearance. Nice. Very nice. Oh, is that Derek Chu? Don't have me spectacles on. Yes, that is Derek Chu getting a Gamora. Nice. That's fucking cool. I like it. I like it. And then uh, Aaron Cooter and Infinity Saga phase. Let's bump into this and see what this is about. Oh, that's just a lot of fun. Oh, I thought he was shirtless there for a second. I was like, why do you got a big chest hat? No, no. And why would he be shirtless? He ain't. Look at Gamora's gun. And then Baby Groot. Nice. So hold on. What do they call this variant? Infinity Saga Phase 3. Alright. Wonder, wonder why they're busting out that theme. And then there's a movie variant that's not pictured here as well. So. Okay. Okay. Doctor Doom. Getting the Timeless variant. Very cool. Scotty Young getting a variant. Let's blow that up. And nice. Fucking A, man. Lots of great covers to choose from on this. Guardians of the Galaxy is definitely the series to keep your eye on this week. Um, Hollow's Eve number one getting a second printing, naturally. Uh, Hollow's Eve number two due to be ordered this week. Love the Ryan Brown variant. I really dig his... Man, he's smooth. His art is so fucking smooth. Uh, Miles Morales, Spider-Man number five, two cover. No, I take that back. Three covers on that one. Electro being featured as the timeless variant there. Um, Miracle Man. Oh, Marvel Tales. Miracle Man. There you go. $10 Tales of Miracle Man. Uh, let's see. Oh, and there's an Alex Ross variant as well. That is neat. That is a great cover. Where does he find the time? It'd take me a million years to learn how to deal. Uh, more Miracle Man. Silver Age, number five. Two covers on that one. Uh, we've got Moon Knight, number 22. Now, pardon my bias here, but cover of the week for me. And my Ohos is going to be this Kingpin timeless variant. On account of Kingpin's the greatest villain in all of villainry. Well, Marvel villainry. Comic villainry, if we're not counting Darth Vader. Um, yeah. I love it. Does that say Were Mutant? The Were Mutant. Oh, Were Woman. I don't have my eyes on again. 
Yeah, great covers here, people. I mean, yeah. Uh, we've got Predator number two, due to be ordered by Sunday the 12th. We've got Silver Surfer Ghost Light number three. Uh, Spider-Gwen Shadow Clones number one, going into second printing. So that's Octagwen, or whatever the fuck her name's going to be called. Uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters number 33. There's a 40th anniversary variant on that one. We've got Dr. Afra number 30. One, two, three covers there. Momoko getting the women's history. Blech. Not about women's history, about Momoko. Um, <laughs> glad I clarified that. Uh, and then a 40th anniversary there. We've got Star Wars High Republic number eight. Uh, two covers there. We've got our cute little Ewoks. Star Wars Return of the Jedi Ewoks number one. So yeah, um, this is an artist-driven story. Um, you know, featuring tales or stories told through the eyes of Ewoks. So hopefully we can understand what they're saying. Um, one, two, three, four covers there. Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants, number three, two covers there. Ah, the other spec book I have my eyes on, potentially. And that's going to be X-23 Deadly Regenesis. Oh. Never before seen X-Villain. Nice. Nice. Is that them possibly on the cover? Does it count as a cover appearance if you don't see their face? I don't know. Just be a partial cover appearance, I guess. There's too many, uh, I don't know, semantics and shit when it comes to first appearances and cameos and... Yeah. But um, definitely have my eyes on this one. Faux show. Uh, one, two covers on that one. We've got X-Men number 21. There's a trading card variant. And a Stormbreakers variant. More Groot. See what I mean, people? That's like prehistoric Groot, bro. You know? Yeah. I dig it. Cool cover. Groot looking metal as ever. And there's a Scotty Young variant as well. Is that Eliana? Very good. Very good. And then lastly, we have a badass facsimile. We've got X-Men number one. So out of price range for 95% of comic collectors out there. If you want a chance to get your hands on it, give it a little pee-pee-poo, a little reedy-reed. Now's your chance for $4 and even less if you pre-order. So there you have it, people. That, that going to do it for this, this here episode. Um, remember, I, I'm never going to stop reminding you to pre-order your fucking books. If you don't know where to pre-order it, message me. DM me um, at Cheers to Comics, whether it's on Twitter Find me on Facebook. Um, it's probably where I pay attention the most just because I have a pretty active group in there. And uh, yeah, so you know, just hit me up. I will guide you. Hit up 307nerdsforever.com for all of your nerdy needs, whether it's comics, games, cards. 
I do pull me some amazing cards when I be buying from Nerds Forever. 307nerdsforever.com. Use code CHEERS at checkout. Save an additional 15%. Say what? Off checkout. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you're all... It's a, it's a nice little honey hole, people. I'm telling you. It's not eBay prices. It's not... It's, I'm giving away my honey hole. I'm doing this for you because I care about you, the listener, the reader. It's all for you. Um, I could just hold all this information to myself. I could do that. But how am I ever going to get famous that way? Kidding. Um, yeah, and then, you know, while I'm upgrading, in the process of upgrading and moving over the website, you could still hit up shopcheerstocomics.com. Check out what I have stashed away in the inventory there. I mean, I'm still getting people placing orders. You know, despite the uh, the lack of new products being put on there, but please believe when I get this bitch all moved over, there will be some lots of new good stuff. And it's just been aging like fine wine going up on that website. So in the meantime, you could still shop cheers to comics.com and use code cheers at checkout, save an additional twenty percent when you use code podcast when checking out. And um yeah. And I'm very competitive with my pricing. I have to be the best. It's my goal with everything. Best price, best smelling. I don't know. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not promising scented books when you purchase. They could smell nice though. You know, you never know. You never know. Um, that's going to do it, people. I command that you stay safe and read responsibly. I will talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about. I do command that you stay safe and read responsibly again. Cheers, fuckers. Bye. Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. I'm John Chang. This is Drew Zuck. This is Mark Russell. Hi, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast.